Hello, and welcome to the second instalment of Footy on the Med Does the World Cup Guitar at Christmas Time. Yeehaw! This episode sees England take on their cousins across the pond, the United States of America. <laughs> Who will prevail? Touchdown! Kabang! England are looking to tap the group and progress automatically. Whereas the USA are looking to keep their qualifying destiny in their own hands. Come on, you can do it! Let's see what World Cup magic happens in this episode. Let's listen in now as Putty on the Med does the World Cup guitar at Christmas time. Episode number two. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise for the playing of our national anthem. Time for the first half. Well, John, welcome to um, England versus the USA. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure you're excited about this on being a former USA resident. I was. I was a resident there for 20 years. I'm very, very excited about this game. I'm going to do USA in the first half and England in the second half. Are you? But in terms of um, the cherished three facts, or the um, corner flag facts, as they may now become, or the throw-in, throw-away facts, as they may also be, are you going to be USA throughout? Uh, I'll be USA today. They will be my team throughout for any facts that are given out. Um, I do like this new format of the throwaway, throw-in, throwaway facts and the corner flag facts. That sounds very interesting yeah. to me. Let's see how well we can say those things at the later on the evening. And so, John, where are we? Let's tell our listeners. Are we in the ground? Stadium? Arena? We're in the pub. Um, We're going to do a new thing here on Footy on the Med because of the expansiveness with which the podcast has grown very rapidly. Uh, in no small measure, to uh, thanks to Paul, the social media guy. But uh, we've put a bit of structure in, so the first thing we need to tell you about is our new score rating that comes on before every podcast. So score, S, stands for stadium. But we're not in a stadium today, Alex. No, we're, we're not. We're in, we're in the ML Lounge. We're in the ML Lounge. In Montauk. In the port of Garamond in Montauk. Yeah. My local. Your local boozer. Thanks for coming down today, John. Well, you're welcome. Thanks for having us. And big thanks to Medi, who... Uh, is the proprietor here to yeah. set it all up. Top guy. Top guy who's put us in a top location. And um, for anybody wanting to come to the uh, this this particular arena that we're in, yeah. what would you say its capacity is? Oh, for the C for score. Uh, capacity is, I would say, maybe... Um, check it, 100? 120? About 100. 100. <laughs> 100 would be nice and full, wouldn't it? Oh, look, it's Elliot. Good to see you. How are you doing, Matt? And we're interrupted by the arrival of my son, Elliot, one of my sons. Uh, Elliot is here with us in France, and the other one, Harry, is back in the UK. And uh, we're just Not going Harry through... Maguire, is it? Uh, no. no. Different Harry? He, he's out there. All right, yeah. In uh, Qatar, I think. Um, so, SCORE, the acronym that you yeah. have um, very cleverly yeah, well. created for us, stands for Stadium and Home Team, first of all, Capacity, second, yeah. and then the O of SCORE stands for... I've forgotten, Alex. It was half an hour ago when I wrote that. Well, it it's something? very impressive, though, Johnny. Opposition. Opposition. Well, today, uh, the opposition, this is England's camp here, isn't it? So the opposition today is the United States of America. It is, and you are kind of I'm, rooting for them. I'm uh, rooting yeah. for them, yeah. In a strange kind of way. The opposition might also be our French friend from Foot Five. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're threatening to arrive in the ah, second half. Right. Um, and anyway, so the SCORE acronym, our new footy on the med structure, um, the R of SCORE stands for? Results. 
Is it? Result predictions. Result predictions. You, um, you did write this, can I write I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I write many things. I'm a busy man. And, yeah, you know, I, I have know, flashes know. of genius and then, then it just flashes away again. Well, result predictions. Uh, I'm going to predict that England are going to win this 2-1. Okay, I'm going to predict that the USA are going to lose this 3-1. Aha, okay. And uh, the final letter of score is... Um, if uh, what is, is it's an E. It's an E. But exciting players to watch. Okay. So we're going to go with Jude Bellingham, I think. Well, hang on, hang on. Oh, USA, gonna, surely. Oh, Christian Pulisic. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. He's um, a good player, isn't he? Yeah. And that's all I'm going for. All right. You're just saying it's the only one yeah. you know. No, I know all of them. All right. I'm going to go for, um, well, Kieran Trippier's there on screen, They're making a, uh, a throw-in, I believe it's called. Yeah, we could have done a throw-away throw fact. Throw-in, throw-away fact then. But anyway, so who's the most exciting England player tonight? I think possibly, well, Bellingham is good. Um, and I should actually just herald the three facts, the cherished three facts right. that we're not moving away from on footy on the men. But we're going to introduce a, a fact each as the game rolls on at appropriate moments. Nice. I've got a great one about you, Bellingham. Oh, okay. But is, he gonna, your, is your player then? Is he your well, exciting player to watch? Going back to the SCORE acronym, uh, letter E, exciting players to watch out for. Uh, yes, I think, um, I think. I mean, listen, it's got a Harry Kane, surely. Today. There you go. He's got to get a goal, hasn't he? Let's hope so. I mean, not hope so. But come on, go Amer Team America, yeah. Anyway, there we go. That's uh, We've trialled successfully, I would say, and I'm sure our oh, listeners will agree. They, they'll be jumping up and down with joy. Shall we also, talking of listeners, um, last night we were very privileged to be guests on the Football Heroes podcast, and we noted that they uh, they begin their podcast, rough charmingly, Yes. Uh, where Lewis, one of the co-presenters, refers to welcome listener. Oh, right, yes. Now, they've got you and me now. Yes. So they're going to have to say, welcome, welcome listeners. Because we listen now. I that listen to work today. anymore now, yeah. does it? Yeah. So, so we've added to their audience. And, um, but they were very nice in having us on last night. It they? was a fantastic experience. Very funny lads. Very nice podcast. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Do you think that they um, looked up to us, respected us, admired us? Well, they were looking up to us because we were above the computer monitor looking yep, down true. at the camera. True. So they were. They, they probably had a good look at my double chin, not yours, because you're still. I know, mine's a triple chin. But they uh, they did get a bit of a shock, did you notice, when the camera first went on? They were like, oh my goodness, because yeah. we were leaning in. They thought you looked particularly menacing. I thought well, that was the, didn't Lewis, in his um, lovely way, yeah. say that I looked like a, a version of Steve Bunce, the it, boxing commentator? Yes, yes. Now, no one's ever said that to me before. Well, you and I'm that. not sure it's a compliment. <laughs> it's a little bit like you and your poor man's Ian Dowie type thing, you know. But anyway, thanks, Lewis, for that. Anyway, back to the match. Well, it's from, it's Harry Maguire. What's that? Harry Maguire, they're not dribbling past people. Pelé Maguire? Yeah, it was. Pelé Maguire. Pelé Maguire. John, that little move by England there, the uh, the Kane side-footed shot which was deflected yeah. for corner, the resulting corner sees this amazing bit of dribbling by uh, Pelé Maguire. Pelé Maguire, he's uh, full of confidence, isn't he? Well, I mean, you have been proved right here. Yeah. And I always like that when that happens. Yeah, it's a rare event, isn't it? Because uh, you said that Southgate was making a good decision in bringing the underplaying, underperforming Pelé Maguire yeah. to this World Cup. Because well, um, and he scored a goal and he dribbled past about 10 players. Well, the thing about uh, Pelé Maguire is that um, if he's well-rested, 
he's a great player and obviously not starting for Man United but for one game means he's exceptionally well rested and that's so why I knew that kind of is a moral for life generally yeah yeah just you know rest a bit get take a lot of rest yeah, yeah, yeah you don't have to start every game for Man U yeah, well, don't, don't really start any yeah well see I've never started a game for Man U and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty well rested what am I doing wrong then? Because I haven't started any for Man U either. Yeah, but you wouldn't play. I'm not very well rested at all. Let me ask you this, Alex. If it gets to 60, 70 minutes, are you still a nil-nil? Are you still getting nervous? Um, no, I won't. I won't. I'm, I'm, this is a very good England side, as you said um, in one of our recent. This is twice you've given me compliments now. Are you okay? You, I'm setting you up for a oh, colossal good. insult. Good, good, good. Yeah. good read there for a minute. Go on, yeah. What did I say? Uh, you said that when um, Alex the Navigator sent in his question to Young Trafford yeah. about which was uh, the best England squad, yeah. and I plumped very unimaginatively for the 1966 World Cup winning side. Schoolboy era. You went for, when was it? What, what year again was yours? 86. But then you added that the squad that Southgate's had for the last four to five years would have beaten any of those other teams. Did you say 45 years? 425. <laughs> 425 years? Yeah, he's been in the job for a long time, hasn't he? It's good to see the FA backing someone uh, <laughs> properly. Longevity is where it's yeah. at. That's why he's got such a good squad now. Mm. And there is an advantage to not being at the uh, ground stadium arena for this one. Well, you can drink pina coladas. Yeah. I mean, I'm right in thinking that alcohol is banned at the games, isn't it? Yes, it is. There's no beers or inside. In possibly the entire country. I, I don't know. I think I've, I've read some things that you can get a drink if you're wealthy enough. So it's a democracy, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit like America with its healthcare. <laughs> oh, we've gone political. Well, it is all England, isn't it? It really is. Very good football they're playing. Well, good it was attack. an effort. It was an effort. Good attack on the counter from the USA. That's all we can expect from them, really, I suppose. They can't think about dominating midfield or anything like that. They're just going to have to counter, and they did well there. Can I ask you, John, your thoughts on um, the other team in this group, or well, two other teams? Wales. Wales. I mean, they're not going to be dancing the valleys, are they? Why? What happened? Do you not know the result earlier on? No, I didn't watch the game earlier on. I was busy working on my acronyms. <laughs> well, I, I applaud you for that work. Well, but, you, can, um, you, you can use the score, actually you can use the other acronym to tell me what happened in the Welsh game. Ah, fouls. Okay, so the first one of fouls is F, letter F stands for? Final whistle, final score. Okay, so you don't know the final no. score of Wales and Iran, No, do I don't, no. So Wales nil, Iran two. Oh dear, it's a Wales round. So fouls, that acronym continues. Yeah. The letter O of the word fouls is? Our man of the match. Bit early to select one. Not right now, we're talking about the Welsh game. Who's the oh. man of the mouth in the Welsh game? I, I don't know, I didn't the watch it. The geezer that scored two goals for Iran. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and the U of the letter of the word fouls stands for ultra rating. Okay, again, because so, we see ultras at every game. So, yeah, I mean, we weren't there, so that doesn't. So maybe this wasn't the best acronym then. <laughs> no, it's going to work. Okay. Locality rating for the letter L. Oh, uh, it, I'm not a big fan of where the World Cup's being held. I must be honest. Well, we're in the ML lounge. Yeah, but we're monster. But this, we're not doing our fouls now. We're doing the the Wales game. Oh, over there. Oh, sorry, okay. Get with it, will you, man? Well, if we had watched it, we would have come here. 
Oh, I'd never watch whales in this bar. Um, I see. <laughs> and the letter S. Socials. Yeah. Don't okay. forget to uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> LinkedIn? <laughs> on LinkedIn. Better play from America. Confident by Pickford. He's got his hair slicked back. He always does. So I'm going to call him Slick Pick from now on. So Alex, we uh, mentioned at the top there that you were on, uh, well, we were both on it, but it was primarily you on the podcast My Football Heroes, is that what it is? That's the very one, yeah. Just making sure that we said it clearly enough for people to go and have a look at that. Um, our episode, or your episode, won't be out right now, but they were talking to you about your wonderful book, A Season on the Med. Uh, yes, Riviera Football in Italy and France, with a trip to Athens for Stan. For Stan. Fruit bowls. Stand bowls. Uh, passion fruit bowls. Passion Stan, as was determined on that podcast episode, he's now Stan Passion Fruit Bowls. I think last night's recording with those two, Lewis and Paul, was so good that I would recommend everybody interested in my football heroes yeah. not to bother with anything else they've done, but just to wait for when we appear. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't abandon yeah. us to go and follow them. <laughs> just just listen to our, our episode. We're, we are better than them. <laughs> I mean, they're not bad for youngsters. The youngsters, but you know, I did like it at the end when he said, um, oh, "We're looking at ourselves in 15 years' time," and we were both very flattered by that. That was well. Lewis was quite skillful, wasn't he? He was skillful, very skillful. operator. He was. He's as skillful and as handsome as Grealish. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if his cars are as nice as Jack Peely. Dra- Jack's. His what? His calves. Oh, of course, his calves. All right. Well, his legs generally. Couldn't see them, could we? Probably the low point of the podcast that we couldn't see his legs. Well, he was sitting on the floor, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's he's so trendy he had, like he that. that. He's cool. He had that large black bear. That, yeah, a bear. That's right. He keeps a bear in his house. Yeah. Canine bear. Not sure the authorities would approve, but... Yeah, My Football Heroes. Very uh, very good podcast by those two. I'll say that I think the Americans seemed a bit intimidated at first and were standing off a bit. But they're getting stuck in a bit more now and making England work a little bit more. They are, for, definitely, yeah. For the ball and the possession. Oh, that was a nice little, uh, nice little rush off. That. Yeah. yeah. So I throw into uh, US, taken by Robinson, the number five. Would you want to throw in I do a throwaway throw in fact? I do have a throw in throwaway fact. Um, when was the MLS formed in wow. um, America? Wow, that's a good question. Um, 1998. Very close. 1996. What did it come after? Why did they form it then? What happened? Um, uh, hmm. In 1994. I, I, something had happened in America in 1994 to do with soccer. Was it something called the World Cup? Yes. Was it the FIFA TM World Cup? Yeah, the FIFA TM. Was it the FIFA TM Free From Corruption World Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That one. You know, I very seldom mention the team I support. We appear to be losing our manager. Who? QPR? Yeah, who was the manager? only two months ago turned down Wolves saying integrity means everything to me. Right. And now Rangers come in, Glasgow Rangers, and apparently it's a done deal and he's off. Right, he's still with the Rangers, isn't he? So, I mean, it, well, it's not that bad. Do you think he's had some sort of confusion? He doesn't really think he's moved confusion. anywhere at all. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, no, he just say uh, who you're the manager of, Rangers. Uh, he doesn't have to change his business card. Yeah. Um, and he's fine. Just get a bit of tip he's, he might He might even commute. <laughs> So who's impressed you so far, John, for uh, the United States? Uh, oh, for the States? Um, well, uh, Christian Pulisic, that's pretty good. And also um, the guy with the flashes in his hair. Yeah, about to take the um, throwaway throw-in fact. Or the throwaway throw-in, throw-in, throw-in fact. McKenney. Who, um, is that how you say his name? Uh, McKenney, uh, yeah. Juventus player. You plays for Juve, yeah. And it's got a very uh, colourful hairstyle there. He has, yes. Trickle there. It's a good train, isn't it? Well, we've had uh, train stations going through Stadia. But what is interesting about this location, the ML Lounge, is that a road goes through it. (laughs) Yeah. I was just reminded of that then. There's a delivery van went straight past the table. Would you say that would be more dangerous than the average train going through a It would be great though, wouldn't it, if it was a train instead. Look at this by the States, amazing. Great fun. It's going to be another corner to the US. They're looking very dangerous. So we just had a corner, John. So we need a corner flag fact. Go on, then. I've got one for you. I'd love to hear it. So Jude Bellingham is the second youngest England goal scorer. Yeah. Aged 19 years and 145 days. Yes. Who is the youngest ever England goal scorer? Michael Owen. Argentina. And come Euros. on, for an extra extra lager later. Yeah. How old was he when he scored his first goal? For he England? was 17 years and 212 days. He was 18 years and 190 days. Yeah, but, but he that's start- close enough. He started his run when he was 17. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You get your lager later. Very thick, isn't he, Luke Shaw? Very fit. Thick. Thick. Big ass. He's what, sorry? He's got a big ass. Okay, that's an interesting observation. Is that a new segment you'd like to introduce to Footy on the Met? The big ass, brilliant. Actually, that's that's an interesting American linguistic difference there, isn't it? Because if he's one one of the big ass, I mean, they'd actually had just a particular part of their body that was large. Whereas in America, anything's big ass. It's the whole thing, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, he's a big ass. I didn't know that. He's a big ass bloke. It means he's tall. Oh, okay. Doesn't right. necessarily mean he's got a big right. ass. Yeah, you're right. In the UK, we would probably focus on a particular part of the body. No, he has um, quite robust buttocks. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, my Saturday approaching. Oh, what a Mason Mount with a wonderful striker. Look at this from Saka. Good save from the keeper. Half time. There we go. Nil nil. Nil nil at half time. Maybe my question to you earlier, Alex, about whether you'd be starting getting nervous if there was only 10, 15 minutes to go, we might actually see that. And I said I wouldn't. Because England were so dominant and so in control, but the last 10, 15 minutes or so, 20 minutes in fact, it's a very even game now. US playing some good football and never had the best chances. Well there it is, half time, nil nil. Here at the ML Lounge. It's time for the second half. So, um, listeners, you'll be pleased to hear that we uh, managed to ramble into something completely off topic there. The uh, the parable of the 
prodigal son. son. The prodigal son and what has returned. And we've returned for the second half of yeah. England oh, versus seamlessly United Our feed here is frozen, ladies and gentlemen. And, and now it's gone blank. Is non-disponsible, which gives me a great moment of quiet to ask Alex. I'll ask you a question while we're waiting in this lull. How many current USA squad players play in the Premier League? Wow. Um, I think um, none. So in the, the US men's soccer squad team, you're saying none play in the Premier League? Yeah. Well, let me ask you a follow-up question. Where does Christian Pulisic play? Uh, up front for the States. Yeah, but for whom else does he play for? I don't know. He's a Chelsea player, right? Is it? Well, there you go. How am I supposed to know that? No, you're absolutely right, John. Okay. I've checked it with uh, the VAR review. The VAR and VAR. Uh, but, he, um, but, you know, he plays for Chelsea. He I, plays for Chelsea. I, I pay no attention to West London's most useless football club. So, did you answer the question or even guess how many play USA players? I said none. You said none. I've told you one. Okay. Right. How many do you think there is actually is the full, full of the US national team there? So, I've got to revise this figure upwards, haven't I, a bit? Yeah. Okay. Five. That's a great guess. It's incorrect. It's seven. Seven. Now, okay. I'm going to run some numbers through, and the listeners can try and beat you on the clock to see if they can get the answer before you do. Well, they so, will. you're going to be as quick as any of the listeners with the first one. You ready? Yeah. Christian Pulisic. Chelsea. Well, see, I think people <laughs> might have beaten you there. I think they might have done, actually. Okay. Brendan Aronson. Um... Uh, no, it's Sheffield United. It's not by, it's a United, but it's not Sheffield. Man United. No. Uh, Newcastle United. No. They say their name three times every time they say it. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Oh, and he plays Lewis, in the, last night. Yeah, he, yeah. And he plays in the midfield. Uh, Tyler Adams. Um, I'll give you another. They say their yeah, name. Give me a clue. Three times every time they Leeds? say it. Leeds United. He plays okay. in the midfield. Uh, Chris Richards, uh, London team. Arsenal? Um, West Ham? It's like the Crystal Maze. Oh, um, uh, Charlton. Palace. Uh, but he's not at the World Cup. He okay. would have been selected, but he has a hamstring injury. Now, this is great, this one. This, is, this guy's name is Anthony Robinson. Plays he's for a London club, beginning with F. Beginning with F. F. F as in full. Oh, um, yeah, he's very full. His boots <laughs> yeah. are full and he's, he's filling his boots up full of yeah. He's playing number five tonight. Now, here's a question for you. Yeah, he's number five, very good. He has a nickname. What's his nickname? Um, it's called Robin, Robinson's his surname, isn't it? Yeah. So it's not, it's not Anthony Crusoe Robinson, but that would have been a better, um, a better nickname for him. It's a Star Wars reference. Uh, Anthony Yoda Robinson. That would have been perfect, but it's Jedi. He must have okay. a. He's a defender, so maybe he has like a, 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 a Jedi Knight's view of people around him. You're doing great, by the way. A nickname could. Yeah, is. You, you're not. You're not doing well at all. Tim Ream. He plays for a London club, beginning with F. Uh, not Fulham. No, it is Fulham. Yeah. Oh, he and, uh, he's, he's a defender as well. 
Is he called uh, Yoda? No, he's called um, Vader. And um, and then the last one, you know this one. You know this one, right? Yeah. You know it. Okay. You're going to pull out the big guns to get this one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Right? I'm primed. Yeah. You're going to put all the guns would, in your storage room. With the rifleman. Get with this. the rifleman. His name's Matt Turner. Oh, Arsenal player, obviously. Arsenal. Very good. That was excellent. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you for like that. giving me those multiple clues. <laughs> and uh, if... If he was Matt Turner playing for Arsenal, whereabouts on the pitch would he play? Oh, would he be up front? He would be up front for the opposition. In other words, he'd be in goal for his own team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's it. They're the seven American squad players who play in well, the Premier League. All I can say is that we've had a very confined focus in the football world out here in Montaigne, in France. I have a very confined focus in the fact that it's just people in front of me. In a piece of paper. That On a piece of paper that yeah, I'm yeah. reading, yeah. No, that's good. As if I have the special knowledge, which I don't. All right, well, the, the, uh, we, the technical issues continue, which allows me time to rattle through some of these things. Okay, you give me another, another right. fact. I'm going to get another fact. Well, I'm going to break this into a few facts since we've got some time to kill, and people, listeners, can join in. Soccer pitches are typically how many yards long? Um, 138. That's not a bad guess. 105 to nah. 120. Okay. Roughly. And there'll be people saying, oh, there's longer ones or shorter ones, it doesn't really matter. But here's my question. Yeah. Is an American football pitch, field, playing surface, bigger or smaller than a soccer field? Well, I'd say it's got to be bigger, but I imagine this is a trick question. Do you imagine it's a trick question? Why? Yeah. You don't think I'm a fair inquisitor? Yeah, it's the sort of thing you would do. Um, and also, there's all that sort of area beyond the goal, which is it the pitch or isn't it the pitch? The end zone. The end zone, yeah, I believe. Touchdown in the end zone. Uh, so I'm going to say it's, um, it's exactly the same. It's half the size. So for our American listeners, you would be amazed by watching the Soccer World Cup, or soccer in general, thinking, oh, they're only running around the same size. It's a hot, it's 53.3 yards is the, it's a American wow. thing. It's a, well, John, there's some quality facts there. Quality facts right there. And we're back on, we're live. So look at that. That was, um, it's still nil-nil. Still nil-nil. Oh, it was on and then it's off. Okay, so the source has gone away again. The secret source. So I'm going to keep asking you questions, Alex, to fill in these things. Linguistically, where does the term soccer come from? There it is. Soccer come from? Uh, I don't know at all. Do you think it's an American word, an English word, a German word, a French word? Do you know what? I actually have no idea whatsoever. Oh, this is great, because we often level to the Americans, don't we? They call it soccer, right? And it's football. Well, they would say that, you know. But linguistically creative students from the University of Oxford in the 1880s, get that, Distinguish between the aspects of rugby football, rugger, and association soccer, or association football. And they took the ass sock of association and it became soccer. Wow. So, so soccer, a bunch of students are responsible for this. Students, again, 
yeah. as Paul Carp would say, bloody stupid Jowdens. And Now, what does that echo from last season's footy on the men? Which football club's yeah. name yeah. was created by a bunch of non-taxpaying students? Non-taxpaying students? Well, they all are, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they pay... I had to pay the poll tax when I was a student. Has that changed? Yeah, well, well they I was know. a student in Scotland yeah. where Maggie Thatcher decided she'd try that little trick out in Scotland first. We marched on London. You, you marched on London? Well, I ambled. I ambled on London because... Here's the thing, for a fiver, right, yeah. you could get on the bus from Edinburgh. It was all put on by some union thing. And it was like, come on, we're going to walk march on Westminster. And I was like, oh, I, I, I'm not doing that. And then one of my mates said, who was from London, Aaron Wood. Big shout out to Aaron. He said, yeah, but if we go to London, we can hang out with my mates at the pub. And it's only a fiver. So we were, we were rebels for a day got on the coaches, went down to London to join the poll tax march and, uh, you know... So you sort of got the coach to London rather than marched on London? No, actually, you know, we did march because they were marching past Richmond, I think, and that's yeah. where we went to. We went. What we, route did you take? Where'd you come? I don't know. I don't know. We went to the... the, the it's a very peculiar... We, went to, we ended up in the Chiswick High Road pub. I know that for a start. Chiswick High Road, mate. That's where I was born. You know and it was a cracking day out. Uh, I, like, I love London. And it was only a fiver. And we absolutely blasted. And then we got the coach back home. So as you said... And we had cans on the coach as well. So it was like a proper 24-hour drink. And session. as you said to Lewis and Paul, our good friend is from um, My Football Heroes last night. Yeah. You know, you weren't a massive social justice warrior. No, warrior. And I think no. that story's just proved you probably weren't any kind of one at all. No. But you've ducked the question completely. I was so a warrior which for bunch drinking. Of students, uh, no, not which bunch of students, but which club was named by a bunch of students uh, in Italy? Clubby McClubface? Um, no, not Clubby McClubface. America uh, almost scored there. Oh, what a... Uh, I think if I said fair. to you this football club was called La Dea, is their nickname. It's what? La Dea. La Dea, um, the, the La female, Dea, goddess. Um, the goddess is called, the football club's nickname is La Dea, the goddess. Um, and also, I mean, there's a connection with where you once lived in America, it's too. Oh, Atalanta. Well done. Well, John, would you agree this got all the hallmarks of England nil, USA one at the moment? Uh, I wouldn't say all the hallmarks, since it's nil nil, but um, America certainly are on the ascendancy. I meant the use of the present tense to indicate a future event. Yeah, I, I understood that, but all of you, the hallmarks you had to be pedantic. Would, would have necessitated. No, and it's, in fact, it has none at the moment. Yeah, it's frozen on John Stones again. Peaky, Peaky Blinder is making the whole system for them. Who did you say um, is it plays for? Is it that Chelsea team? Yeah, yeah right. he plays for Chelsea. He's a number 10. You should like that guy. No, he wears. He plays for Chelsea. Right? The American kit looks dirty, doesn't it? Well, it's all frozen again now. So. It's all frozen. We should let it go. Sorry about that. <laughs> is that it? Well, that's the end. Nil-nil draw, Alex. And, uh, you said you weren't going to get nervous. Did you get nervous? Yeah, I did. Uh, and are we worried? Are we concerned? Four points, top of the group. I think we are concerned. 
Are we? Yeah, we are concerned. Um, the way the rest of the games could play out, works for only two of which left. Wales, up for it against us. Um, Iran, USA, what's going to happen in that one? I mean, we could go out. There is a possibility now that we could go out. But you know what? It wouldn't be England at the World Cup if it wasn't a possibility that we could go out. True. Um, so thanks to the team to, you know, keeping us in, uh, engaged. I mean, I'd hate, I'd hate the fact that if we just went through, I mean, that would be terrible. It'd be far too easy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Gareth, uh, did you notice Gareth Southgate came onto the pitch then looking a little bit glum? Glum Gareth? Glum, glum Gareth. Is that going to be our new thing for him? Glum Gareth. Oh, hey, GG. Glum, glum Gareth. <laughs> he's, got, he's, he's got a face like a horse. He has a bit. No, we have no, 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 no. Pelle Maguire walking off the pitch then. Uh, uh, he's disappointed, Pelle Maguire. He can't he do is, it all, yeah. though, can he? No. I mean, when you haven't played at all, yeah. and then you get taken out to the tournament like this by your wise manager, GG, yeah. and uh, you dribble past seven defenders, yeah. and England almost score. You're entitled to feel a bit fed up that no one converted any chances at all in the game. Not that well, they actually had any. I mean, the States kept us out, let's face it. They did. They, they did. Well, the Anglo-American special relationship continues. We, we've allowed them to have a hope in progressing. Yeah. That's very kind of us, because obviously we're going to win against Wales, right? Right? Um, right. Right. But what can we say? What have we learned from this experience tonight of doing this podcast from the ML Lounge? in Garavan-Montant. Sit inside, because that's where the best signal is for yeah, the actual football we've learned. Yeah. we've learned that Mehdi, the bloke who runs the ML Lounge, Lovely fellow, top bloke. We knew that already. We did. But it's been reconfirmed. Reinforced. We've noticed now that next to us down there, that table there, they're all English people. Yeah. Have you ever seen any of them before? No, so we're not coming back here again. Do they live here? They must do. <laughs> well, well, they could be on the boats. They could be on the boats. Yeah, a quick scan, I can tell you. Okay. Um, no, they're not well um, and what else have we learned? Um, our fr- three of our mates from French football turned oh, up. We have to do foul before we leave. Okay. Foul is um, final score, 0-0, zero, zero, England, okay. America. Uh, o stands for outstanding player of the game. Um, well, McKenney, first half. Yeah, for America. Um, yeah. And that's it, really. Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, Maguire, Pelé Maguire. Pelé Maguire was really good. Yeah. Uh, U stands for the ultra, um, the fan kind Standing of standing ultra as well this one here in front of us yeah the England yeah, yeah, ultras yeah. here next to us yeah. Yeah. and then uh, L stands for um, uh, L stands location oh we location. love the location yeah. ML lounge with Maddie maybe uh, well maybe not he's a bit frustrated I was going to ask Maddie to step in and say a few words onto the mic but we'll get him another time we'll be back here again we'll be back mm-hmm. and then and then S of course is for the socials so uh, be sure to follow us on all we're at footy on the med on almost everything in fact everything yeah um, and, and also footyonthemed.com and if you have any um, questions about Footy on the Med email team at footyonthemed.com and great. Young Trafford we should say Young Trafford yeah. was missed tonight he was he, he was unwell he is Young Trafford has been struck down with a young we don't know what's wrong with him he said man flu he said but man I think flu he's too young to have man man apathy I don't know what's up with him but he'll be back 
We'll do a poll. Maybe we'll tell him. Get off your deathbed and do a poll on social media. What's wrong with What's wrong with me? Well, let's give him. Let's give him a call in a minute and get that moving. All right. Can't have him idling about. All right, Alex. I'm signing off. On that note, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. Join us next time for Footy on the Mend.